Well, howdy! This podcast is a proud member of the Podcon Go Network. Podcon Go. Family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Grab a bucket of corn and gather around. It's time for a story. Today's story is Making the Best of It by Francis M. Fox. What a dreary day it is, grumbled the old gray goose to the brown hen. They were standing at the hen house window, watching the falling snow, which covered every nook and corner of the farmyard. Yes, indeed, said the brown hen. I should almost be willing to be made into a chicken pie on such a day. She had scarcely stopped talking when Peking Duck said fretfully, I'm so hungry that I'm almost starved. A little flock of chickens all huddled together and wailed in sad tones. And we are so thirsty. In fact, all the feathered folk in the hen house seemed cross and fretful. It's no wonder they felt that way, for they had had nothing to eat or drink since early in the morning. The cold wind howled around their house. Hour after hour went by, but no one came near the hen house. The handsome white rooster, however, seemed as happy as usual. That is saying a great deal, for a jollier old fellow than he never lived in a farmyard. Sunshine, rain, or snow were all the same to him, and he crowed quite as merrily in stormy weather as in fair. Well, he said, laughing, as he looked about the hen house, you all seem to be having a fit of dumps. Nobody answered the white rooster, but a faint cluck or two came from some of the hens. They immediately put their heads back under their wings, however, as if ashamed of having spoken at all. This was too much for the white rooster. He stood first on one yellow foot and then on the other. Turning his head from side to side, he said, What's the use of looking so sad? Anyone would think that you expected to be eaten by a band of hungry foxes. Just then, a brave little white bantam rooster hopped down from his perch. He strutted over to the big rooster and caused quite a flutter in the hen house by saying, We're lively enough when our crops are full, but when we're starving, it's a wonder that we can hold our heads up at all. If I ever see that farmer's boy again, I'll... I'll... I'll peck his foot. You won't see him until he feeds us, said the white rooster. And then I guess you'll peck his corn. Oh, oh, moaned the brown hen. Don't speak of a peck of corn. Madam, said the white rooster, bowing very low. Your trouble is my own. That is, I'm hungry too. But we might be worse off. We might be in a box on our way to market. It's true that we haven't had anything to eat today, but at least we have enough room to stretch our wings. Why, that is a fact, clucked the brown hen. And all the feathered family, even the smallest chickens, stretched their wings and looked a little more cheerful. Now then, went on the rooster, suppose we have a little music to cheer us. 
and help pass the hours until roosting time. Let us all crow. <laughs> oh, there, I, I beg your pardon, ladies, I'm sorry. You can't crow. Let us sing a happy song. Would you be kind enough to start a merry tune, Mrs. Brown Hen? The brown hen shook herself proudly, tossed her head back, and began. In less than two minutes, everyone in the hen house had joined her. The white rooster was the loudest of all, and even the little bantam rooster stretched his neck and did the best he could. Now, the horses, cows, and sheep were not far away. They heard the happy voices, and they too joined in the grand chorus. The pigs did their best to sing louder than all the rest. Higher and higher, stronger and stronger rose the chorus. Louder and louder quacked the ducks. Shriller and shriller squealed the pigs. They were all so happy that they quite forgot their hunger, until the door of the hen house burst open, and in came three chubby children. Each was carrying a dish of hot chicken food. Don't stop your music, Mr. Rooster, said the little girl, who was bundled up until you could scarcely see her dear face. You see, we were so lonesome that we didn't know what to do. We heard you folks singing out here, and we laughed and laughed until we almost cried. Then we went to tell Jack about you. He was lonesome, too, for he's sick with a sore throat, you know. He said... Why, those poor hens, they haven't been fed since morning. Go and feed them. And so we came. Cock-a-doodle-doo, said the white rooster. This comes of making the best of things. Cock-a-doodle-doo. And nobody asked him to stop crowing. I'm going to tell you something. In my house... We have good days and bad days. We have days where we're happy and we laugh together and we have fun. And we have days where we are sad or annoyed. And we aren't always as nice to each other as we should be. But here's one thing that I've learned. If you're feeling bad on a bad day, and you just start complaining and keep complaining and make a very long list of all the things that are going badly for you, you start to feel worse. It's like you're feeding the bad feelings and thinking about them makes them stronger. So sometimes I try a trick. I try to be like the white rooster. I try to find things that I can feel good about, even on a bad day. I try to find things that are good about my home, about my family, about my life. Even if I can't do all the things I want to do, I can come up with something fun to do. And the more I think about the things that are good, it's like I'm feeding the good feelings. 
the more time I spend thinking about the good things, the better I feel. Sometimes it works so well that my complaints melt away. And that is a very powerful trick indeed. Maybe you can find a time this week to try it. A time when you just feel like complaining about everything. Because things can be disappointing. Or annoying. Or just boring. Instead, try to think about the good things. The things you can do. The things that do make you feel safe and happy. And just see how that makes you feel. I'd love to hear about whether this works for you. Today's story, Making the Best of It, by Francis M. Fox, comes from the Child's World Third Reader by Hetty S. Brown. It's a book that children were reading in school over a hundred years ago. And some of the stories are lots of fun to read today. You can find it on Project Gutenberg if you want to read the rest. I'll include a link on my Facebook and Instagram. If you're enjoying Elderberry Tales, we would really appreciate it if you could share us with your friends. Let folks know on social media or invite any kids that you think would like this podcast to check us out. It would really help us grow. Thanks for listening to Elderberry Tales. I'll see you next week.